Hi. Hello. Happy Monday. Welcome back to Advice. This is a podcast where Alex and I talk. I'm Alex. I'm Alex. That's Kristen. I'm Kristen. That's Alex. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about everything. Life, womanhood, death, death, trauma, death, how to get over things, how to get under things. Chill. (laughs) That was good. Oh, it's got her teas. Cheers. Cheers. Mine is an iced chai that I made at home. A chai with no milk. Like, I don't know why it doesn't, doesn't do the thing. Doesn't read to me. Yeah. I got a. Ice cream tea from Starbucks. This is one of my favorite Starbucks drinks. It's so basic, but it's nostalgic for me, honestly, more mm. than anything. My boyfriend in high school would pick me up before school every day. So my boyfriend or my dad. And uh, he would bring me a venti and sweetened green tea. And that was like always my order. And then I remember I'd go into Miss O'Connor's class, which is the I, best teacher. I hope she listens to this. Miss O'Connor. I think she probably does. If you listen to this, fucking love you. I think about you every day. But... I remember one time, because I would always get the Ventis, and she's like, you do know that's equivalent to a bottle of wine, right? Like, oh. ounces-wise. I'm like, what? 20 ounces. It's a bottle of wine. That's crazy. So I never thought of it like that. I always look at Ventis differently now. So you could pour a bottle of white wine into a Venti cup yes. and walk around with it, with, like, ice in it. And it'll just look and it'll like... it'll look like iced tea. Yeah. You could you could arguably do it with red, and it looked like the passion like fruit hibiscus. one or something. Yeah. yeah. Anything a Starbucks cup, nobody's looking your way. You really blend in with a Starbucks cup. Sick. So there's your fun fact for the day. <laughs> yeah, your very, hack for the day. Very nostalgic. Should we do a life hacks episode? Yes. But what are life hacks be though? What are our life hacks? Like what's a, what, are, what are ways that we cut corners? I don't know. I feel like I'm constantly cutting corners. <laughs> I, I can't think of any. Maybe this is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. We won't talk too much about it, but um, the Warriors lost. Mm. And it's a sad, sad I woke up thinking it. I did too. Like the world felt different. Mm -hmm. You know when like you're going through a breakup and you wake up and you remember you're still going through a breakup. That's how I felt today. But about the Warriors. Right. I was like, oh, it really happened. I didn't think it would happen. I didn't think it would really be a thing. I didn't either. I was very like very confident that they'd win. But yeah, because they always freaking win. But shit happens. That game was they got what? Sorry, Warriors. And you know what? Like the Lakers really were just making every basket. Yeah. Yeah. I every single one. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It makes me really sad. If you didn't know, though, the Warriors lost. If you didn't know, you probably don't care. So I guess this doesn't matter right, at all. Right. Uh, the last episode when we were talking about our Xbox stuff, too, there was a comment. It was that like, said, can you put <laughs> timestamps? I don't want to hear about your Xbox shit. It's like, okay. We won't sure. talk about that. And I feel like people probably don't want us to talk about sports anyway, because that's not why you're here. <gasps> No, fuck off. That's like what we like. Yeah. <laughs> Before the game started, we went to, um, so we went to a new restaurant last night called Aunt Bernie's and it's it was mid. It was so mid. Can I read my Yelp review oh, that yeah. I left? It was so quality. I think my phone's actually over there. So I'm a big Yelper and I'm a respectful, but I I'm factual. Like just listen up. So this place, we, we always walk past it because it's oh, next to, I saw that TikTok. What is it? I didn't even watch it. Oh, um, oh, the um, acid. The acid. I didn't yeah. finish watching it. I'll watch it. Actually, let me like it so I remember to go back to it. Um, so it's on the way. We went to Blue Haven East to watch the game, and it's on the way there. And we always have walked past it, and it always looks so good. So I called yesterday, like a few hours before. I was like, "Do you guys take reservations?" Because I couldn't find anywhere online, and I, I thought I had the wrong number. Literally, Literally it was just Aunt Bernie answered the phone. Aunt Bernie answered the phone herself and she i was like do you take reservations she's like no No. just walk in when you're ready come in when you want but it like wasn't like a yeah come like she was like no 
Like, yeah, it was, it was like robotic. Weird. So honestly, that was our sign right away. But um, the food was okay. Let me just read. Let me read the review. I'm not going to give you a review and then read it again. So I began writing the review before we had got the check. And Alex and I agreed that four stars was good enough. But then the check took forever to get, which I'll get to at the end of the review. So now my final review is three out of five stars. Mind mind you, this place has a five star rating on Yelp with 31 reviews, one of them being me. So I'm very surprised that we had this experience. This is my review. Steak toast was great. Mushroom croquettes lacked flavor. Endive salad was fresh, but the composition was kind of random. And the oysters were fresh, but small. Service was mid. They seemed understaffed, so I don't want to be too harsh. But we waited 20 minutes for our check and ended up walking inside to find our waiter just staring off into space. We also asked for a side of sauce, and it took 15 minutes to finally receive it. We ended up asking a whole other staff member. Ambiance is cool inside, but we sat outside, so that could be why we had bad service. Shouldn't matter where you sit, though. <laughs> I, got, I got a little carrot at the end there. Facts. I got um, a little carrot. I forgot to mention when I walked in to get the check, there was there were no tables. No, there were probably no. like three people at the bar. This place was not packed no. at all. Like it was basically empty. There were two tables, two full tables outside. Yep. Right. And then when we had and gotten we were there, one of the two outside, by the way. Right. When we had gotten there, I think there were probably two tables inside that were full, and then a couple people at the bar. But when then I when I went in to get the check, we, there were we no tables. Long we waited for check. so long 20 minutes is probably on the low side yeah. for how long we actually waited yep yeah because we got there at uh like eight eight what time did we probably get like 8 30 8 30 and i don't think we ended up leaving till like 9 45 yeah and like we but we ordered right away like it wasn't us lollygagging i don't know big complaint yeah so if you're looking to go to aunt bernie's don't, don't. Anyway, so we went to Blue Haven after that. Or wait, hold on. Tell them about that guy. Oh my God. And Aunt Bernie's. So this is Uncle Bernie. I I mean, I've had my fair share of cat calling and sure. like whatever. Sadly, a Sadly, lot of women are fucking used to it. We're like, used to it at this point. But I walk into it. this bar when I'm walking in to get the check. Actually, on my way out, I, I'm in cargo pants. Like basic casual cargo pants. So it's not even like... You're in like a little mini skirt. Yeah, like, nothing. Right. And this like older guy ugh, grimy he had a this backwards old, hat on but not a snapback no that always kills hat. me when people wear backwards like baseball caps like yeah no snapback no, no forehead showing it's just like hat. he was probably in his mid 50s and yeah. he was with two other guys they look like they were just like they got done golfing or something mm -hmm. and they were at the bar and i'm walking back and he goes i like your pants and i was like thanks and he was like he was like i want to put something in them Jeez Louise. And I looked up at him and I just walk. I like, I was so stunned that he said that to me, like yeah. right there. I like looked at him and I just walked away and he was like, oh, not like that. And then I started, like la started laughing and like oh, his two other guy friends started laughing. And I'm like, you're a pig. You're Ugh. a bully. You're a gross bully. Pig. Ugh. Ugh. And before that happened, we, we are, he was behind Alex I don't know if you saw him right away but mm -mm. um when he first got there he was finishing up a phone call before he'd walked into the restaurant so he sat in the empty booth outside behind us and I heard him talking and he was like context wise it sounded like he was like saying goodnight to his wife okay I'll talk to you tomorrow I'm just out right now blah 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 so like he's probably out on like a business trip or like you said like a golf trip with the boys and then hangs up saying goodnight to his wife, possibly Ugh. kids, just his, you know, his life at home, hangs up and then goes and says some gross ass shit to a young lady. This Do men ever grow up? I don't think so. My mom's told me since day one, men don't grow up. Always told me that. So I think she's Never. right. Never. 
Ew, and like seeing a guy at that age do that, and I'm thinking like, how low do you have to be to do that? And like, ugh, 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 it really made my skin crawl. It always kills me. Like, I'd love to get in the head of someone like that because I'm always like, do you think you're going to be like, oh my God, like, right. come here. Like, do you think that's going to work? Or are you doing it to get a, like a rise out of you? Are you doing it to impress your friends? Like, I think unfortunately sometimes it probably does work. Ugh. No, that would never work on us. Or like when you're walking down the street and someone's just like, uh, wait, what would that guy say to us? We, were, we went and got matcha lemonades the other day oh. and we were walking <laughs> and this guy was like, oh my God, I need me a green juice. <laughs> that was kind of That would work. No, that would work. <laughs> no, I almost turned around. <laughs> <laughs> but people were like, "Woo!" Or like, "Oh my god, hey, mama!" Like the whistle, right? You and like, like, I hate how it's so stereotypically construction workers. Oh god, I know, I know. It, you know, why that kills me is because it's su- it's such a like a stereotype, and a lot of people like assume it's going to come from every construction worker. But my stepdad works in fucking construction. And he would never fucking do no. that. So, but now, like, God forbid one of his homies next to him do. And then someone looks back and sees his face. They're going to think it's him. And I'm like, that's my stepdad. Like, he doesn't do that. Like, yeah, it like it fucks it up for all the other people that are normal. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. guess that's any stereotype. It fucks up the masses. But yep. Yeah. It's just gross. OK, sorry. I had to move this little flower pillow over here because I'm afraid you y'all are going to see something you don't want to say. And that already happened. Oh, yeah. A couple on of, a, our was London. It page, was it a Patreon episode? No, it was our London. It episode. was our London episode. Jeez, did anybody <laughs> see that? There, it was up for like a few hours. Yeah, and I was sitting like this. If you're on visual, I just you could see. But if you're on audio, I have like my knees to my chest. I was sitting like this, but I had like sleep shorts on. I didn't have underwear on or anything. So in my head, it was appropriate to wear that on the podcast. And you had your sweatshirt pulled over. Yeah, like over halfway. my knees, like what, like that kid. So you probably felt like it. you were covered. I did. And then between my ankles, you saw my, my gooter. <laughs> and uh, yeah. They were baggy sleep shorts, so you could see my lips were sealed. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm getting to with this, but yeah, none of that again. Then we had to take it down, and then Lily had to go in and fully blur it out. So now the episode has this like blur block, blur block for like over the full last half. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's bad. It's a great episode though, so go listen to it if you yeah. haven't already. <laughs> but never again. So yeah, no, that was really really bad. Okay, before we get into today's episode, we're gonna do song of the day and what we're wearing. We just, we want to get into it quick because we got so many confessions Mm. in our email. And so I obviously have like my notifications on for my Gmail app and the head, like the subject lines, dude, they're so good. I didn't open any, but like the subject lines, I'm like, this is money. Oh my God. I can't wait to judge all of you. No, free judgment free zone. (laughs) I just kind of, I'm just kidding. Kind of. <laughs> no, we're kidding. Song of the day, what we're wearing. I'm on a, a Miley kick. So uh, that that one video that circulates ever so often when she's singing Angels Like You, but like acapella and like this echoey room and she's in like a tank top and you can tell she's like at rehearsal. Mm. It circled around again on my feed and I just became re-obsessed with the song. So I've been listening to Plastic Hearts a lot. Um, Is that an album? Yeah. Okay. It's the one before Endless Summer. Okay. Like 2020. And my song of the day from that album is going to be High by Miley Cyrus. High H-I? Yeah. No. G-H. H-I-G-H. Yeah. Hi. 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 Hey. Um, My song of the day. Oh, what are you wearing? Oh. I'm wearing denim shorts because it's summer. It is so hot. You guys, we walked home last night after the game. It was probably midnight. Yeah. And 
tank top and jeans summer denim shorts from white fox boutique these are like some of my favorite i feel like if you are like me and you have like a bigger butt and you get that like baggy waist jeans around your waist the gap in the, the gap back. the gap in the back white fox doesn't do that so really really good for body types like that i really like them and then i'm wearing my vote for pedro shirt i got this from walmart little boy section is about nine bucks and i got it for coachella weekend too because i had a dream a few mo- like months ago where we were at coachella and wore a vote for Pedro shirt with these really <laughs> cool pants with like hella chains on it. And I woke up and I was like, I need to remake that outfit for Coachella. But we never ended up going. So now I just have a vote for Pedro. Well, speaking of festivals, we got our GovBall tickets last <gasps> oh, night. Yeah, we're going to so GovBall. So we're going to GovBall. So you can do that for GovBall. I should. Yeah. I totally will. It might be too hot though. It's going to be hot. Oh my God. I didn't even think about outfits. We got to start like planning outfits. We've never been to GovBall though. It's uh, here in, in New York. Tanner well, and then one of our other Bronx. homies from this home are coming yep. to GovBall with us. I know. I'm so excited. It's like such a good lineup. And we were between... Like we were thinking Bonnaroo too, because that that is our favorite festival, hands down. Bonnaroo and we said it. when Co- when we didn't go to Coachella, we were like, hey, now we have to go to Bonnaroo. Yeah, like no excuses. But then GovVol is a week before Bonnaroo, Literally one week, and we're like, we can't do both. And That's the lineups are so similar. Exactly. That's the one thing where I'm like, the and it's not worth it. Last year when we moved, so we're coming up on our one year. June first is our one year, and. That was the first weekend we lived here was GovBall. And we obviously didn't go because we were like so overwhelmed with the move. We still had hella boxes everywhere. Like we were like, let's just go next year. And I feel like it'd be silly if we didn't go because we don't have to buy a place to stay. No, we're going to take the subway for three bucks and just, yeah, the ticket. And that's it. So like we got to do it. So we're going to GovBall. So if any of you guys are going to GovBall, let us know. And if you see us, please Please walk up and say hi. I feel like I want to throw that out there because I see comments too much that are like, I think I saw you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, come Come say hi. You can totally don't feel like you can't. Actually, we ran into when we were watching the game last night, we ran into a girl that had seen us at when we went to Blue Haven to watch. She's a listener. Hi. Yeah, she's a listener. Um, We saw her last year when we were watching the Warriors in the finals yep. at Blue Haven. So she was like, I saw you guys this time last year. I had to come say hi. Literally our one year anniversary with her. Right. And so. she came up and we love that. So if you see us come up Always and say, say hi. hi. We both tend to have a little bit of a resting bitch face that I promise you, you could still come up and right. It's just because we're resting our faces. Yeah. I look mean. I look like miserable. (laughs) I look mad at, I look like I just got a really bad text at all times. Yep. I furrow my brow. And I'm, you do furrow your brow. Yeah. But I get like, my mouth just like turns into a frown. Mm. It turns like. Your mouth like naturally rests like a little downturned. Yeah. Just like, like, I look like one of those sad clowns all the time. That means you have a nice arch in your lip. Downward? No, the top, I mean. Oh, like the Cupid's bow? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind my Cupid's bow. You know, they say, bigger the Cupid's bow, the better the kisser. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think I got one. Yeah, you do. Hey, Hey, we're good kissers. (laughs) 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 Okay, my song of the day is Good Nights by We Then featuring Mascalo. We Then? Yeah, you know it. Okay. You know it. Yep. You literally, I didn't even have to hear the first (laughs) word. Just the first word. Yep. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, it's such a song. So it's it's my summer song. It's a summer fucking song. I turn it on the first day it gets warm and like this is just my anthem all summer, every summer. It's so good. Listen to it. Um, And I'm wearing, this is my Carson City, Nevada Harley shirt. 
And then um, this is like a, I think it's like actually lingerie. My mom gave this to me. The slip? It's, yeah, it's a like leopard slip. And I'm not wearing socks, so my feet are hucked. Oh, yeah, I'm just wearing like basic white socks. Hucked. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I'm so excited for this. So we asked you guys to um, send us in your guys' deepest, darkest secrets, any confessions that you guys have. And we're going to just get it off your chest for you. We're going to read as many as possible because we we actually got like hundreds, dude. Are you serious? So, people need to get some shit off their freaking chest. Love that. Ooh. Oh my God, that one. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Are you starting? Can I go first? Of course. This is fucking crazy. The subject line reads, I think I cursed my mom and killed my dad. Oh my God. Please keep anonymous. So I have some family trauma. A few years ago, my parents and I were having huge fights constantly and I was in high school still and eventually moved out. My older brother also got some of the family trauma, but he moved out a long time before I did, but he never confronted my parents on their bullshit. So it was left to me. My parents hated me and my boyfriend and his family. My parents thought I was acting out and being brainwashed by my boyfriend and his family to hate my family. Literally, my parents even snooped through my room looking for drugs. Then they demanded to look through my phone. I've always been a straight A successful captain of my sports team who avoids trouble at all costs. So it didn't line up that they thought I was a bad person. That's a whole different story. But anyway, my mom is a narcissist. It runs in her family and has always lied to me about everything. She's never, she never says sorry and could never accept when she's in the wrong and hurt and hurts me. Whenever I said, whatever I said was flipped to make me seem bad. And she literally would lie to people to make me sound horrible. Her own daughter. She's always baffled me. It got to the point I hated her more than I hated anyone I have ever met and I was pissed that we were even related because that means I will forever have an attachment to her. Back when everything was going down, both of my parents were perfectly healthy. We were in the September of 2021 and Nessa Barrett's song, I Hope You're Miserable Till You're Dead, was popping off. I was listening to it daily because I could scream at my car and get my anger out. It's such a good song. Totally understand. <laughs> when singing the song, I always had my mom in mind because she literally made me hate my life. I was falling into depression, didn't trust going to therapy because they forced me to go to family therapy and that caused trauma mm. on its own though screaming this song was therapeutic anyway october 2021 rolls around and my dad suddenly dies middle-aged male with no health issues and no family history of early death so for the past few years i've always had in my mind that maybe i manifested his death by cursing my mom because i was constantly singing i hope you're miserable until you're dead and my mom's best friend was my dad and the other day she told me i hate this life so yeah, I think I cursed my mom. Now I watch every word that comes out of my mouth because now I'm scared and I was the reason my dad died. And every now and then something will happen where I'll hear, quote, words hold power. So yeah, that's my darkest secret that I've never told anyone. Whoa. I love you guys so much. I listen to you weekly and have and have since the very beginning. I love having y'all as the older sisters I've never had. Y'all make me feel seen and heard and y'all don't even know me. Oh. Well, thank you for writing in. This is this is heavy. Yeah, I I don't want you to you know hold on to that like remorse that like, you think you're like the tell all reason. Um, I understand your brain wanting to run to that because deaths that are so unexpected, like all the humans around want is an answer to why. I'm sorry you don't have that answer, but I think it is a lot for you to take on that you you know, screaming that those intentional words is like the sole reason. Yeah, I think like words are heavy, but I don't think something that like circle of life could be put on one person's guilt or one yeah. person's doing. I don't I don't think like 
I agree with you. Like word, words are spells. Like that's literally why it's called like spelling, like a spelling beat. Like it's words yeah. are spells and intention behind words, especially something so passionate that you're screaming all the time. Like you're not wrong to, you know, have the understanding about how words have power, but for it to turn into death that personally, we, I can only speak on my belief. I don't believe that it can turn to death like that. Yeah. But that's just me. But hey, I'm just glad you got off your chest. Mm-hmm. Um, sending you so much love. That's incredibly hard to be around a narcissist, let alone a narcissist who is related to you. I send all my love and you can detach from that. I know you're related, but you are also your own person. I just have to say so many of these titles are something with like mom stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Kind of on the mom note. This one's called Weird Ass Childhood Incestuous Event. (laughs) Hi, Alex and Kristen. If you're reading this, I firstly just want to say I've watched Kristen for years and been a fan of this podcast since the first episode. Kristen's shimmery ass prom dress embedded in my brain forever, LMAO. Oh my God. And Alex has just been the best role model for me as a fellow double D girly. Oh, I love that. Tiggle bitties. (laughs) Anyway, y'all asked for our deepest darkest confessions so here it goes my mom and her brother had a huge falling out when we were kids resulting in us not seeing their family for about seven years they had two sons the younger one being only two years older than me after these seven years of us not meeting or growing up with them when our parents finally reconciled and we met they seemed more like friends rather than first cousins I was 14 at the time at the time and one summer my mom hosted a big Eid, the Muslims Christmas LMAO, celebrating at our place, calling her our brother's family as well. That summer, me and the cousin would low-key just be flirting and goofing around. Me and him actually became really good friends. Until one night, things went too far, and after a big family dinner, when we came back home, we met up in my bedroom and shared a kiss. Oh my god. Holy shit. Oh my god. It was just one kiss, very short. I literally ran out of the room right after. It was consensual, don't worry. After that summer, we would text, but obviously moved on with our lives as they lived in a different city. Years passed, and every time we'd met, it would be very normal, like nothing ever happened. I'm 21 now, and we only recently talked about everything for the first time and acknowledged how insane and weird that all was. He apologized to me as well, as he was the older one in this situation and should have known better. Mm. Oh, right, because he's two years older, so he was 16 at the time. Oh, wow. All is good now, and we have a lot of respect for each other. He's literally my cousin, so there there wasn't any escape from the cringe, LMAO, so us addressing it was due after all these years. A few people in my life know about this. I used to feel hella guilty and shameful, but now growing up, I've come to terms with it and all the factors that led up to this even, even happening. Parents separating us from a young age, etc. Right. I'm highly aware of how abnormal this may be sounding to you, especially (laughs) reading my condensed down version of this. But I hope you sympathize with the fact that we are all just horny little shelter kids coming from messed up families looking for validation from anything and anyone. Facts. Valid. Please keep this anonymous, obviously. And if you've made it this far in the email, please know that I love you girls and take y'all's advice weekly. We both have played a big hand in my journey from a teen to now a young adult. Wow. Never change. Much, much love all the way from South east asia oh my god hi um wow that's actually fucking crazy yeah i'm like (laughs) you're right like it is like kids do stupid fucking shit you guys didn't have a cousin dynamic ever so like you're just curious probably at least you guys know now it's wrong and you didn't like feed into it yeah and it was consensual which is 
ultimately all that matters and the fact that you guys have kind of squashed it now right i can only good. picture you like kissing in your bedroom and then running away after right <laughs> i mean you knew right why feel that shame you knew right away it was wrong yeah your no physical natural reaction was to run Flee the scene <laughs> literally wow okay next one the subject line reads i gave birth to a tampon mm. hello ladies I love you both and love your podcast. This is one of my most embarrassing stories that I thought I would take to the grave, but why not share with my two favorite podcasters? Please keep anon. Also, if this doesn't count as a confession, I hope it at least brings a smile to y'all's face. <laughs> it happened when I was with my ex. We had a wine and pasta night and we're feeling really romantic. I was on my period, but was down to fool around. We got wine drunk. Drunk is in all caps. Uh -oh. So I get it. And the rest of the night was a blur. I woke up the next morning thinking to myself, did we have sex last night? I couldn't remember the details from the night prior. I went to the bathroom to remove my tampon that I knew I had placed before we started drinking, but couldn't feel the string. Oh no. I put my hand inside to try and feel around for it, but still couldn't feel the string. I started yelling and my ex ran in concerned. I screamed, my tampon is lost inside me. He was good at calming me down. What happened next was traumatizing, LOL. Instead of going to the ER, we decided to take matters into our own hands. I laid down on the bed with my legs spread out. He bared down as if giving birth while my ex went wrist deep inside me oh to fish for the tampon. I honestly think he, he was like mid forearm deep into my vagina. Oh my God. <laughs> Who knows though? Maybe the tampon went into my cervix. Luckily, he found the string and removed the tampon hole. Turns out we did have sex. <laughs> And I guess I didn't think to remove my tampon before. Long story short, don't kill a bottle of wine while on your period. Oh, you may no. end up giving birth to your tampon. Love you guys. I hope this made your day all the best to you oh, both. My Thank God. you. Yeah, this is like sure funny haha, but this is super common. Yeah. I know like three women off the top of my head that have gone through this exact experience. So you're not alone in that. It's definitely concerning though. Like I'm glad you like stuck with it and knew it was still up there because I feel like I would be gaslighting myself and be like, no, I probably took it out before we had sex. Like, yeah, I would. I was drunk. That's probably why I can't remember me just taking it out. Ah, uh, yes. You know? Yeah. No, same. Like That's I would convince, I would, right. I would convince myself that it, I took it out. Oh my God. Ew. Happens, and then it would just though. stay up there. It happens. Like, Do you I, know what would happen if it like, if she never went back for it? I, I'm sure. Infection. Yeah. Completely. I mean, cotton's not sterile whatsoever. It would too long. It would, it would create right. an infection. And TSS. For sure. Oh God. But yeah, that I know of another girl that this happened to and she had two up there because she did it twice. Oh. And then took them out and this is just a whole oh. other ball game. Hey, I'm just glad that you had him to help you with it. Right. Because like honestly the ER would have done the same thing. Yeah. And it would have been expensive. And <laughs> expensive and just like traumatizing for a stranger to like be be digging up there. Forearm deep inside <laughs> you. That's crazy. A whole hand. I guess you give birth. Like Yeah, I couldn't even <laughs> Oh, it's a lot. And you're stressed and you like, try and relax and like yeah. fishing around. But you, he's kind of traumatized. Yeah. Forearm deep in his girlfriend. Legend says he hasn't dated since. <laughs> We're just sticking on you. I'm kidding. Okay. I picked this one because the title's funny. It's called, I pooped in a tiny trash can. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> I wrote this in. Are you serious? In a tri tiny trash can? Yeah, because the toilet wouldn't flush and I had to poop. No way. Okay. First of all, hi, I love you guys. I admire you both so much. Anyway, when I was 16, 22 at the moment, 
I was hanging out at my now ex-boyfriend's house and really had to shit. <laughs> I told him my my dad needed me home, so I left. But unfortunately for me, I live 25 minutes away. When I tell you I was clenching, oh, yes. after 25 agonizing minutes, I get home and see my dad's girlfriend's car out front. At the time, I had only met this woman three times tops. I ran inside, head straight for the one and only bathroom in the house, and immediately I hear the shower running. If it was oh if it was my dad, okay, fine. I'll do what I have to do. He's got IBS. He knows the struggle. But his girlfriend? Absolutely not. Not me. Not one <laughs> not feet me. away from this semi-stranger. Semi-stranger. <laughs> so I run upstairs, put on the most easily take-offable shorts I can find, and before I can even think, I feel it. It's coming. I desperately look around my room for any possible solution to this gut-wrenching horror show that is about to occur. <laughs> and then I see it. The tiny trash can. The little small ones you keep in your bedroom or your bathroom. Wait pause i'm picturing you know the meme of the trash can with the spotlight on it yes <laughs> i just pictured that no you're a great writer yeah you're like poetic <laughs> as fuck like why am i crying and i did it i pooped in that very small trash can having to proceed to clean up the mess i had just made and find a way to carry a trash can full of diarrhea oh it's diarrhea right past my father and his girlfriend and find a way to dispose of this thing and it's stinky like did you, i'm sure you just threw the whole thing away right I'd hope. You didn't like... Unless you spray it out after. Like, it's just poop. Whatever. Not worth it. Those things are like two bucks. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that is my confession. I hope you enjoyed. P.S. I would like to add for reference. I'm 5'11", and the trash can is about one feet tall. <laughs> you're super tall. Yeah, you're super tall. You're a model. And, like, you had... Did you sit on it? Were you hovering? Probably hovering. You were probably hovering. But yeah. that's, like, a long way to hover diarrhea. If I sat on it, I feel like I'd, like, fold into it. <laughs> and then I'd be stuck with my butt. Right. <laughs> And but like diarrhea, I'd probably keep it contained. I feel like it'd you, make like I feel a like suction. You have to sit on it. <laughs> oh god, I don't know. I I remember it was like third grade when we were doing. Do you guys remember like emergency snacks that you had to bring in? You had to pack the emergency pack of snacks in the beginning of the year for like, just in case. I think I did that. I remember doing that. Um. Well, we had to do that for like. I guess just like potential lockdowns or whatever. I just remember doing that for like multiple years in elementary school. And I remember one of my teachers had a like emergency toilet and it it was like foldable it kind of folded open like a camping chair and then the bottom was like this cloth thing that had like a plastic liner in it and when it unfolded it was a toilet seat on top oh so like hella comfortable and it can yeah. like hold up to like 200 pounds get one of those in your room yeah or in your car oh my god that's like, so smart that's all you got to do and but then, like in your car if you're in a situation where you need to use it and you're in your car pull or, over but like side of the road you pull out a fucking toilet and you sit down <laughs> the ibs community says yes you gotta do it you gotta do it it's better and they're done that it's better than pooping in your car i did it and i had to get rid of my seat covers <laughs> i've told my poop story on here right i think i have i think so which think one right <laughs> the one while driving i think so actually right next to our high school and i had to take off my leggings and wipe my ass with my leggings and then drive home with no underwear no pants have i ever told my pee my pants story uh yes yeah uh, on the high episode oh you told okay it god that's <laughs> such a good one it's normal it's normal it's shit happens normal. literally shit happens wait sorry there's a little bit more oh sorry pps please don't judge me but i but i threw the trash can in the neighbor's fence in the backyard no that just made it 10 times worse but 10 times better i threw the trash can in the neighbor's fenced in backyard abandoned house for oh it's an abandoned house for 20 plus plus years but not destroyed because i didn't know what to do with it abandoned house that's fine i'll give you that it's not like it was like 
little Jimmy's backyard on this playpen. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like poopy baby. Like it's nobody lives there. Right. Okay. But an animal probably. Got it. No. <laughs> probably licking. Or it. like if it's an abandoned house, there's probably squatters. Well, gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Duty calls. Wow, you're uh, ruthless. On that same poop. Um, <laughs> realm. The next entry, the title is I shit myself on Valentine's Day. Uh oh. I shit myself on Valentine's Day. This is long. Buckle up. It was mine and my fiance's eighth Valentine's Day together. It's not a special holiday to us, so we went to my parents for dinner. There's something about your mom's home cooking in your childhood home that really speeds up the digestive system. <laughs> My stomach was already starting to hurt on the hour drive home. I didn't think I was going to make it, but I did. Then suddenly, the urge to use the restroom completely went away. Oh, I hate that. That's the worst. So we're home. We partake in the V-Day festivities of lingerie, every angle, face sitting, (laughs) the whole nine yards. Oh, no. Then almost immediately after we finished it, it hit me like a bus. I had to go. Let me point out, I am a private person with things like this. I don't announce I have to use the restroom. I physically cannot fart in front of someone. I am not anti being yourself. It's just something I cannot bring myself to do. So eight years, he's never seen or heard me shit. <gasps> no way. Eight wow. years? But like you're comfortable sitting on his face. Right. But I guess it's just like poopies and poopies. Okay. We have a small apartment, toilet close to the bed concrete echoing floors so i cannot let the first time my fiance hear me use the restroom to be me destroying the toilet next to the bed (laughs) he was in where he just ate my ass out (laughs) so my first instinct is i have to get out of this apartment now any excuse to leave where do i shit my plan is to go to the apartment pool house and use the restroom because they're private i say i need to take our dog out for a walk Literally right after sex. I need to go walk the dog. But what's funny is like, now you're bringing the dog into the pool bathroom. Right. He's just like shaking in the corner. He thinks it's odd that I'm so eager to do so, but whatever. I throw on an oversized t-shirt and his sweatpants, no underwear. Oh God. As soon as I shut my front door, my stomach rumbles. I drop to the ground and I immediately shit myself. No. I'm now in a worse position than before. So as I'm waddling to the restroom, I leave a trail because I'm wearing tapered sweatpants that can't secure me i make it to the restroom the pants are doomed. i have to throw them out my legs and feet look like a toddler that played in their own (laughs) (laughs) i'm giving myself a sink hand soap bath completely nude the shirt had to come off to work quicker (laughs) with my poor dog staring at me what type of dog do you have chihuahua for sure i was thinking like a little jack russell I cleaned myself up the best I could, clean up my trail I left, because that's sick and I would be mortified if my apartment was curious of whose dog left that <laughs> and to see it's an, a grown woman. 30 minutes later, I go back home in only a big t-shirt. I jump into the shower and say that I accidentally peed myself walking. He left, didn't ask questions, didn't notice. I came back with no pants and has never brought it brought up these Whoa, missing Whoa, you lucked out with that one. For real. I don't know how I got away with that one. I laugh about it now and maybe one day I'll tell him, but not anytime soon. Anyway, thanks for being in on my, on my secret. I hope you all enjoyed. Love you girlies so much and have been with you since the beginning. Uh-huh. New New York looks so good on you both. Are you guys, does it say that they're married yet? You should tell them on your wedding night. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but like I was thinking like in the speech, but if, yeah. if they're already like not comfortable, I assume they're not going to say it in front of like their whole 
Right. Life. Or you could, okay, yeah. Right. You got to tell them at some point. That's fucking hilarious. This is, this is one of my favorite stories. And you're also an incredible writer. Yeah, this is great. I just, justice for the dog. The dog. I know. Please send us so a photo. Scared. Email us a photo of your, in that same thread, email us a photo of your dog. I want to, I want to know what he's look like. You got to nail on the head of Jack Russell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Jack Russell for sure. The pooping and like gross stuff in front of, boyfriends or girlfriends spouses whatever it's such a like a non-negotiable for me i have to be comfortable yeah. with doing that in front of you because like constant. not even on some funny shit yeah it's constant with me like i it, it happens weekly at least where i'm like i have a situation like that so i need to be able to i need the person to understand the urgency of my bowels and that's my only standard in men we should uh cut together a montage of how many times you lean over and like stop recording because you're like hold on i have to shit <laughs> no it's hold on. every episode hold on i'm gonna put my pants <laughs> i'm gonna put my pants and you go okay yeah no i just like okay and i, I hope you keep your headphones on because we so alex and i kind of have the same situation my bathroom is relatively close to where we record so i feel like you always hear me I mean, yeah, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but, like, I don't care. I, I know you don't care, but I feel like it's rude. Yeah. Like, you're just out here trying to enjoy your Saturday, <laughs> and it sounds like there's construction in the bathroom. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to tell a story. Okay. Ooh, this, is this your confession? Sure. Okay. Well, but it's not mine to confess, so oh. I don't know if this is right to say, but... Whatever. First time I hung out with my ex, uh, I had just moved to L.A. We, we were talking before, obviously, and then when I moved, it was our first, uh, wait, no, I actually haven't, hadn't even moved to LA yet. I was visiting from the Bay. Okay. And we got Thai food. Oh. It was me, him, and Leanna. She came with me on the trip because it was, it was like one of my first times visiting him and I didn't want to go alone. Shout out to Leanna. She's a fucking real right. one. So we got Thai food and we came back to the house and this is obviously before I knew he had IBS. We, we didn't know it that much about each other yet. It was right. brand new. And he straight up was like, I don't feel well. And we're like, oh, like, you're fine. Like, you know, it's whatever. And you, did, you didn't have IBS at that point, huh? I didn't. Okay. No. I think he gave it to me. Right. <laughs> I didn't have IBS <laughs> until that relationship. So I, I, think, it, I think it rubbed totally. off on me. So, yeah, I didn't understand the severity of it. Yeah, that's a good point because I didn't have it then. But he goes in the bathroom, which was like right next to where we were. We were oh. all watching Gossip Girl laying in bed. And the bathroom was like four feet away. Okay. <laughs> just like Hershey squirt all the noises and I actually feel bad and he also threw up I think he actually was oh, like sick shit. from the food yeah but I just remember being like oh my god like we weren't even, we weren't even like boyfriend girlfriend yet like I was like still like madly infatuated with this man like so intrigued by the mystery of him <laughs> no all more the mystery window, all the window but I loved it I loved it though yeah like, you break down a wall where it's like there's nothing that I could do that'll ever like I'll ever feel embarrassed about right. or like will ever freak you out. It's a bodily function. Yeah. Sure. It's funny. Like fart poop jokes will be funny till my grave, but like ultimately it's normal and he had IBS and like it right. was fine. And like, I laugh at it now, but I, I remember what was happening, like looking at Leanna <laughs> and when she was just like, well, you found your match. <laughs> like this is it. Fight to the death. <laughs> Okay, before I read this next entry, quick trigger warning for eating disorders. It's called I'm Living a Double Life. Hi, girlies. Please keep me anonymous if you choose to read this on the pod. You got it. The title of my email may seem thrilling, mysterious, maybe even exciting. Unfortunately, this is not the case here. 
Oh, my double life is made up entirely on a web of lies. Before you rule me off as a degenerate, there's more to the (laughs) story. Every secret I've kept, every lie I've told, every moment I live in this double life, I'm screaming inside for someone to notice that everything isn't as it seems. Hmm. In 2021, I started showing signs of anorexia. However, the nature of this battle made me genuinely believe there was nothing wrong. My first lie. I had a misconception about what this disorder involved, and because I was eating just enough to wake up each day, I thought I was doing just fine. Deep down, I knew this wasn't the truth. The first sign that I was lying to myself and everyone around me was my 21st birthday. My parents were coming to visit me, and I was so ashamed of how my body had deteriorated that I wore doubled or that I wore doubled up bras and sweatpants under my jeans to make it seem like I was at a healthy weight. At this point, the pain I was in, I was just considering to be the norm. My bones ached. My heart felt like it was constantly on edge of giving out. My brain felt like it was eating itself alive because there was no more energy anywhere else in my body left to take from. After this point, I reached out to my boyfriend at the time, finally admitting that something wasn't quite right. I ended up in hospital, but with no official diagnosis and still a large aspect of denial on my behalf. They discharged me with the advice to just eat meals equivalent to the size of my fist. I began to do so, but replacing certain food groups with those that carried empty calories. Oh. This this cycle kept going, my denial growing more and more. Eventually, my relationship broke down. I had nothing left to give, as survival was taking all of my concentration. I do not blame him. He is the most wonderful man I've ever met. This burden was just never his to manage. 2022, I told myself this year I would recover. I would gain myself back. I would gain life back. And I did physically look as though I was improving, but the thoughts in relationship with food and exercise were still so toxic. I had to exercise for three hours a day at the absolute minimum. for me to reward myself with food. This ultimately led me down the path to binge eating in the evenings, so much so that the bloating became physically painful. I was so used to my body being in pain that this never really registered with me. I began to cut everyone out of my life because I didn't want to be seen. No opinions on me, how I looked, and my lifestyle was easier to manage than people looking at me with pity. 2023, I'm in a much better place in terms of food, but the mindset with negative thoughts and exercise are still big issues for me. I have not yet opened up to people again, as I still find being alone much easier to manage however i feel so alone in this world i do not want pity i am not even uttered the word anorexia to anyone other than my ex-boyfriend and a few of my closest friends at the time my family has never heard me say it i think it was equally as easy for them to sweep it all under the rug so none of us had to deal with it but i have to live with it and just don't know when i will be able to enjoy people experiences and life again Watching the two of you brings me so much joy as I get to see a friendship dynamic that I can only dream of gaining back one day. So thank you for everything you do for all of us. I'm so sorry for the rambling. Even if you do not choose to read this, thank you for providing me a space to type out my jumbled thoughts. And to anyone else who feels alone with their mind, we can go through this. You are both so beautiful. Please stop showing the world that a good side to humanity does exist. All my love, always anonymous. Oh, my heart. My heart. I you nailed it at the end though like all the people who have like her going through similar things right now you got to take that on that same advice too like you are not you're alone not alone in this. the first step is 
admitting that this is something you have to face and you have to go through. And the fact that you're able to write this all out and get it all out is a huge step. So please be very proud of that. Yeah. Have a lot of grace with yourself. This is this is definitely something you absolutely will come back from. But it's going to take a day by day mentality. Don't worry about the end goal. Don't worry about comparing yourself to anybody else. This is your journey. Just take it day by day. It'll it'll make it so much more manageable. I feel like I relate to that a lot with any like big life changes I want to do. I get so wrapped up on like I need to get better versus just like, well, yeah, you need to get better, but like take what's it one yep. inch. What are the time. what are the inches that I need to take so that I can get to that end goal? Yep. And you'll look back on this and you will be so proud of your growth and we are here every single step of the way and we're proud of you. And I can tell you're really strong. Yeah. Yeah, your mindset of like the awareness of when you said um, like you're aware that it wasn't his problem to take on like that is a realization that people a lot of people don't realize until the end of time like that is an incredible insight to have on people around you and that is extremely beneficial and very very compassionate so wow like that I like took a deep breath when I heard that that, that was really amazing. Okay, next one. The subject line is, I discovered my dad was having a four plus year affair and I told my mom. Oh no. Hey gals. Firstly, thank you for advice. I bet a lot of people tell you this, but I truly think we would be really good friends if we met naturally. I've been listening to the pod since its birth. (laughs) (laughs) You birthed it. We did. And I'm a huge fan of everything you two create and share. You both come across as so genuine. It's really refreshing. Thank you. Thank you. It's the fucking world. That's like the best compliment. Yes. Now on to the juicy part. The month before I left for college, I discovered my dad was having a four-year affair. I'll take you back to the day I found out. My mom and dad were supposed to go to the movies for a date night. My mom was getting dressed to go out and my dad was watching TV. 30 minutes later, they drove off to the movie theater and I was home alone. A few minutes later, I got a call from my mom. My dad had left his phone at home and he had purchased their movie tickets electronically on his phone. They wanted me to take a screenshot of the tickets and send them to my mom. My dad told me his passcode and I searched for the Fandango app. Oh my God, Fandango. I feel like I haven't heard that word in so long. (laughs) I found the tickets and took a screenshot. But when I went to the photos app, I saw a photo of a woman I've never seen before that was taken that morning. Oh no. My heart stopped. Who was this woman and why was my dad with her that day? I opened the message app to send the screenshot of the movie tickets and noticed the most recent text was from a woman. Let's call her Sarah. I proceeded to do possibly the worst thing in the situation. I read every single text between Sarah and my dad going back years. Oh. They exchanged I love yous. He had given her money. They went on international trips together. Whoa. That's crazy. I learned that Sarah knew about my family. She knew I existed. I felt betrayed, hurt, sad, numb, confused, and shocked all at the same time. I was uncontrollably sobbing reading these texts, and I didn't know what to do next. So many questions were running through my mind. Did my mom know? How long had this been going on? What was going to happen to our family now? But most importantly, what do I do with this information? Do I tell my mom or do I go to my dad or do I pretend I never saw anything? I ended up calling my ex. We had broken up a few months ago and I didn't know who else to turn to with the sensitive information. He helped me calm down and we weighed the options of going to my mom versus going to my dad first. We were both scared that my dad would somehow convince me to not tell my mom. So I came to my decision. I waited for what felt like forever for my parents to come back home. I asked my mom to come into my room and we sat on my bed together. 
I told her I needed to tell her something really important. I stared blankly off to the side as I couldn't look at her in the eye, and I told her that my dad was cheating on her. I'll never remember I'll never remember how calm she was. She softly replied, "Thank you for telling me." Mm-hmm. And I and I felt like I could hear her heart break in two. Shortly after that, my parents separated. They are now still in the middle of their divorce. I don't know how, but I have never once blamed myself for their breakup. Good. Yeah. Absolutely shouldn't. No. Never, ever, ever. I know it wasn't my fault, even though I was the one who had to tell my mom. And who knows? Maybe my dad would have told her if I had gone to him first. But I don't regret anything about how I handled it. it. I was just trying to protect my mom. Do you think I did the right thing in the situation? How do you think you would have handled it if it happened to you? P.S. I'm going to Bonnaroo for the first time this year. Maybe we'll run into each other oh, out no. on the farm. Who are you almost excited to see? We're not oh, going we're not anywhere. Going. Have fun for us. Yeah, you're going to have a blast. I don't think you did the wrong thing at not all. Not at all, dude. Not at all. The thing is, is like you did what you could with the information you had and there's no right or wrong way to handle these type of situations like we just don't know going into them like I feel like if I was in that situation I probably would blow up on my dad I wouldn't I would think this motherfucker is already twisted enough to think or to be able to get away with this for four years he's not gonna he's gonna twist me like she said yeah gonna make me convince me to not tell my mom and I'm no, I would go to the source because he already did like his ass is already grass. Regardless, I would go to the person that needs that's out of the loop. See, I would <laughs> want I feel like I would want answers like I I would need to know. I feel like I'd want to know like details like how did you meet this person? How are you keeping it a secret? I would I feel like I would like let out my anger on my dad and be like, you need to tell mom this needs to come from you. But that's just me. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I would react actually in, in the, the situation. Yeah. Um, but you definitely didn't do the wrong thing. And nope. you're right to not feel the blame or the guilt no. that they separated. Like you saved your mom. Yeah. Fully. And I'm sure she feels that too. And is very grateful for you for that. And I would want, I would want my daughter to tell me ultimately, like, and I'm sure any mom can relate to this. Like that's your best friend. Like that's, that's your soul tie right there. Like you and her, your relationship with your mom will always mean more than anything. Like mm. y'all are blood. Like, yeah, she's like married to your dad and whatnot or was married to your dad and whatnot but like I'm sure she was grateful for it to come from you I I would at least I would if I was a mom but yeah I I wouldn't take that personally at all and I'm that's very big of you to not take it personally because I know it's it's very common I mean me being a child of divorce as well fucking more than half of the population can relate to it like it can be common for the kid to feel like it's their fault but it's never the kid's fault like my mom's always told me like if people are gonna cheat they're gonna cheat it has nothing to do with the people around them it has all to do with them then so good for you okay this next one i flooded my dead aunt's home Mm. i flooded my dead aunt's home oh I think I should start off with this. With this was my great aunt and she wasn't dead when this occurred, but it happened not long after. I think it was 2018 and Texas had a big freeze coming in. Oh my God, I remember that. Yeah. My aunt was in the hospital. So my mom and I went to her house to turn on the faucet so that pipes wouldn't freeze and possibly bust. I feel like I need to add that her home was built in 93 by a bunch of dingbats. Dingbats. (laughs) So she's always had problems with her home, especially the plumbing, which I definitely didn't think about after turning on every single faucet possible in this house so 
So the freeze came comes through. We get a little bit of snow, aka ice. And about a week goes by, and my grandpa calls and asks if I remember to turn the faucets off oh my at my God. aunt's house. Oh no! Jeez, to what a, a world. <laughs> to avoid a, a lecture, I say yes, hang up with him, and rush to her home. I'm in college at the time, so the faucets were the very last thing on my mind, y'all. As soon as I opened the door, I stepped in this huge puddle. The carpet in the living room soaked. The kitchen soaked. Her bedroom flooded. Her bathroom an ocean. Unbeknownst to to me was a huge bowl under her sink to catch leaking water and it was now a literal waterfall pouring pouring out from under it. I'm not over exaggerating when I say ankle deep water. I finally got all of the water cut off and I'm standing there saying fuck at least 5,432 times. (laughs) I was so mortified with myself and the situation I was staring at. Then I had a ridiculous light bulb moment where I remember noticing water near the foundation of her house but thought it was due to the weather over the last week and didn't think much about it at the time bad time to realize that was happening or what was happening the last thing i wanted to do was tell my grandpa or anyone else what happened so i immediately grabbed a bucket yes a bucket and started scooping as much water as possible into the bathtub after at least 10 buckets i realized the water was not draining in the tub fml so i bring in one of our shop fans to try and dry up anything possible and run to lowe's to get a vacuum to suck up the water i threw every single towel i could find on the ground to clean up the kitchen and mop up the rest i spent hours doing my best to to do this under the radar my grandpa is my main squeeze and i really couldn't deal with the reaction he would have had to me flooding his sister's home i didn't even tell my husband this guy's not even to this day oh, oh my god dude this is bad <laughs> This is really bad. I made sure to turn on all the fans in the house. I kicked the AC down a little bit and kept the shop fan going, hoping that would do the trick. A few days go by and I go to check on everything. Now I see where water had absorbed into her entertainment center. Her chairs, literally anything that was on the floor was still damp. And now I'm saying, fuck, another 540... 5,432 times. I whip out the handy dandy vacuum again and hope it will somehow work a miracle. Spoiler alert. It doesn't. I wait a couple more days and go check again. The bathroom now has mold on the walls near the floor. I just, the fact that you wait days, yeah. just like helping it'll go away. I was, I'm glad you're bringing up mold because that's where my head went. I'm like, this is bad. There's black mold. You're right. I just started sobbing, wondering what I should do now. I probably should have called my grandpa at this point or at least my husband. But no, I leave and pretend I never went. Shit. Oh, the water finally drained from the tub, by the way. When my husband gets home, I say to him, we should swing by the house and check on things. So we do. And when we get there, he doesn't notice that the carpet's damp or that quite a bit of her furniture looks like it's warping. Hell, he doesn't even notice the mold. Hell. <laughs> so I walked in and was like, oh my God, I think there's mold in here. Hey, well played. <laughs> he so graciously called my grandpa so that he can come down and look and he is just so puzzled to what could have caused this he looked in the tub and and see what looks like dirt which was due to all the floor water i poured in there and he comes to the conclusion that something must have backed up and overflowed we live in the country and on a well so this was a small possibility but he couldn't think of what else would have happened since no pipes had busted from the freeze He asked me if I had been checking on the house and I told him yes, but didn't see this before. Oh Oh my God. This is a heavy lie to hold on to. This is super bad. 
my husband and I were actually going to be the ones to fix everything for her because I felt like a shit person and he's just sweet but my but sadly my aunt passed away not too long after she had been away from her home for quite a while at that point and I genuinely think she was homesick oh my god we've since fixed her home and moved into it and we keep a picture of her out so that she can see it every day oh Oh my god special I hope that doesn't sound weird lol oh my god God, not not at at all all. p.s in the midst of this I had a good French truck get broken into in the middle of an awful thunderstorm which caused his truck to get soaked obviously so my explanation to my husband on where the new vacuum came from was that my friend bought it to clean his (laughs) truck and didn't need it anymore (laughs) i swear i'm a good person with the skull emoji (laughs) loving love you guys and the podcast it really is like sitting with friends every week to catch up thank you anonymous you are super silly super silly you are a good person i like yeah you're not a bad person scrambled like I, I can only imagine how stressed you were in this position. <gasps> okay, I just clicked on your email. Uh, sorry if this is creepy. Email but, photo. But it looks like you and I'm assuming your husband. You guys look yeah, like great adorable. guys. You got to tell him what's up, yeah, though. No, you, you need to send him this email. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck. Or just send him the podcast and see if he connects that this is about hey, you. That's good. That's funny. That's really good. The black mold, though. Hey, did you get a test <laughs> before you guys moved in? Because it's no right. joke. Oh my god, that's so heavy. Why is this like the heaviest one to me? I'm like, fuck. I'm just like surprised that you took all that on yourself to clean it up like i feel like that's people's professions is right. to clean up i feel like my first reaction would be like call my husband yeah call my husband and be like look i fucked up mm-hmm. this happened like you can like can you come and help me because like i don't know maybe he has an idea that you hadn't thought of yet right. to like try and clean it all up or, or like get a the water that out. like works somewhere in plumbing like a, or something right. and then brainstorm together like the more brains the better right. and then if not get a pro in there i'd call you yeah i'd call you yeah i'd call you yeah and my dad <laughs> uh, yeah i'd call phil yeah I'd call phil Fuck. oh my god this that's is a lot. That's a lot i'm glad you got this off your chest it probably felt really good with this one you're probably drowning in this yeah. lie <laughs> all right pun intended pun intended okay this next one um <laughs> the subject line is ghost dick a but look at the the thing oh hey <laughs> i have no idea how i <laughs> how how even to start this but i love the podcast and love y'all and if you ever want tickets for sleep no more i work there and i would also buy y'all a drink after Woo! Ooh, let's go, go sleep no more we've been yeah. saying we go to that um if the story is not enough to make you never want to meet me <laughs> oh gosh Uh-oh. but okay anyway so i'm like 87 percent sure i've been fucked by a ghost okay <laughs> that's it that, that's the whole email there isn't really any other way to explain it i guess so it was summer of 2020 oh god okay so it's already a weird summer yeah so vibes are off i had moved back into my mom's house my room was in the attic but most of it had been finished and carpeted and a bathroom put in so it was really more of a guest room but there was a storage area off the bathroom that stayed unfinished and ever since i was little that place had always creeped me out a little even though i'd never had a ghost encounter So one night I'd gotten pretty stoned before heading to bed, but not any more than usual. So I wasn't hallucinating or seeing things or anything weird like that. I was trying to fall asleep when I start to feel this pulsating sensation sort of in and around my vagina. It felt exactly like a penis was slowly and gently thrusting inside me, but not painful at all. Penetration is usually at least a little painful for me. And I genuinely almost came 
from just that, which has never even remotely happened before. Eventually, it slowed and stopped, and I was just laying there, like, trying to figure out what the hell just happened. I've only told a few people that I knew wouldn't think I was weird, but to this day, my only paranormal encounter is that I have literally no other explanation for. Hope y'all enjoy. Love you. Oh, my God. This makes me want to meet you even more in, like, your details of the situation. We're going to take you up on that drink offer. What the fuck? what are you sure you weren't just like having a sex dream like you actually did fall asleep and then right you were just having a sex dream yeah and you were high and like i know you said like it wasn't any more high than you usually get but like maybe you like ate less that day and got more high or you were already feeling like fatigue or like emotionally fatigue in your brain so the high was a little more intense or maybe it was a ghost or you were fucked by a ghost there's I want to know more about the house. Like, is there history of like paranormal shit happening there? You were always creeped out by that room. Like what, what did you pick up on in that room that can kind of possibly like support this insanity? Look into the history of the house and like the grounds and see who lived in the past, how they may have died. Mm -hmm. Was he hot? Right. If he's hot, like you're fine. Right. (laughs) It's fine. You can't get pregnant. You got to up your count though. Yeah. Okay, I think this is going to be my last one. Hey, girlies. I just want to say I love the podcast. Y'all are like older sisters I wish I had. Oh, and you do have them. They are us. Yes. Oh, sorry. The title of this is My Friend Had Sex With Our Teacher. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> right. Thank you for the clarification. Okay. okay. Moving on. Um, So a few weeks ago, we went on a road trip with some of us seniors. And there's this younger teacher that let's call her. Oh, she's a girl. Why did I assume it was a guy teacher? Uh, uh, you were thinking Mr. I was. We had this teacher in high school that like, he was good looking and he was younger and there were like jokes that he used to hook up with singers. 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 Seniors. Seniors. Uh, There's this younger teacher called, let's call her Mrs. P that came with us and most of us have a crush on her. So I'm bunking with my friend and the teacher, but in the hotel room, there's another separate room and that's where our teacher is sleeping. And on the second night, I hear moaning and my friend wasn't in the room and I heard her name being moaned out by her teacher. Oh God. And it happened for the next two nights. And I saw my friend come out of her room at night and I confronted her and she said it's been happening since December. Sorry if this is long. I'm not going to say your name. Oh, they didn't say anonymous or not? Well, you said it's okay if it's not anonymous. Oh, we'll just keep it anonymous. It's fine. Yeah. (sighs) That's not okay. Are you guys high school or college? Either way. I know. I'm trying to justify it. But like if it's college and you're a senior, you're arguably 22, 23. And if it's a young teacher and they're like 26. Yeah on paper so i don't know it's no it's wrong it's it's just it's like don't shit where you eat kind of like yeah. it's it's not about the age at this point it's like the dynamic of your relationship right super bad yeah no this is not okay okay this is going to be the last one we had so many more so if you guys like this please let us know if you want a part two yeah it's just this will be a very long episode but this is this is a title confession i gave roadhead to my best friend while his girlfriend was out of town no first of all hey you guys hope you have an amazing day so confession time i'm a 22 year old guy from eastern europe i came out as bisexual about two years ago to my friend group who which consists mostly of guys and surprisingly they took it relatively well good i'm so glad of that now here's where the story gets interesting After I came out, one of them started saying some pretty interesting things, but always after a few drinks when others weren't around. He would say stuff like, I know you want it, 
why don't you come suck it? I want to fuck you so bad right now. Oh. I thought he was joking because one, we would joke around like this with the others all the time. And two, he has a girlfriend who I'm really good friends with. So this went on for a little, but then he also started to invite me over to watch movies or play video games, which he never did before. He never said any of those things. We would just talk for hours about random stuff and spend quality time together, which is my love language, by the way. But what put the final nail in the coffin for me was when he started putting his arm around my shoulder or on my thighs in public. I knew that I had a fat crush on him. I wanted to be around him 24-7, wanted all his attention, you know, the usual. This made me feel really guilty, but the best is yet to come. So again, this coming over, spending quality time together went on for about a year or so without ever addressing the elephant in the room or doing anything. But one night I went on a date with a girl that I really liked. The plan was to do a pregame at her apartment, go to a cute little club, and then back to her place. Middle of the night, I noticed her making out with another guy, so I took the L and left. Bitch. Fuck this bitch. I was pretty drunk, so driving was out of the question. Good for you. (laughs) But it was also 2.30 a.m., so I called him to come pick me up. We live pretty far from the city, so it took him about 20 or 30 minutes to get there. And when he got there, the first sentence that left his mouth was, the one one time you go on a date. Oh, what did he Mm -hmm. mean by that? We stopped by to grab some food at McDonald's, and while we were there, I apologized for waking him up and making him drive all the way to the city for me. He said that it was no big deal, but if I really wanted, I could make it up to him on the way home. Uh, he's, he's got like a mouthpiece yeah, on him damn. so yeah i ended up giving him roadhead which was my first experience with a guy so it made my feelings towards him even stronger after the deed was done he dropped me off at home and we didn't really talk about it i personally felt really guilty about it and i'm sure he did too and I, <laughs> and i know we're both assholes for what we've done he stopped inviting me over and distanced himself which really hurt my feelings but i knew why But then recently he started saying those little comments again. And whenever I try to talk about it, what happened between us and how I feel, he just shuts me down with the, I don't know what you're talking about. There never was and will never be anything between us. (gasps) Any advice on what I should do? Uh, Do I tell him to try to accept himself for what he is? Because not going to lie, his closest is made... His closet is made of glass. I, sorry, I read it was closest. Do I tell his girlfriend? So yeah, there there y'all have it. Please don't hate me too much. And sorry if you guys didn't understand something or if I, if I was repetitive in my, or if I was repetitive, English is my second language. Bye. <laughs> this is insane. I think, I think when you came out, I feel like it kind of awakened something in him. Mm. It probably made him feel a little bit more courageous. Yeah. And like made him kind of think about or maybe he's he's been wanting to come out too i mean you said his closet's made of glass like so maybe like there was something he felt like bonded with you towards mm. but then it does suck now he's acting brand new because it's like the shame he's feeling towards right what he did while still having a girlfriend this is this is a sticky one you had said that he like still brings up the co- like he says the comments and shit next time he says a comment be like look either you stand behind what you're saying and like right. let's you know, try some out, this. explore this or quit with the comments because I'm not yeah. here to like be like a hot piece for you to get these little fixes. bits out, little fixes and little bits yeah. out on. If that's something you want, like, please look elsewhere because I'm not here for that. Yep. Or stop fully. Yeah. That that one's that's just going to pull your heartstrings back and forth. Yep. And you don't want that. Like, you don't want to wait around for someone who's clearly not knowing where they're at, what they want at all. Do you tell the girl? Um... I, I would personally, I'm not telling you what to do, but I, if I was in that situation, I, I just know I couldn't live with that. 
Yeah. Um, not judging you if you are, but like that's hard for me to like live with something like such a big secret. So I think I would. Uh, if you do, definitely be prepared for intense emotion and. She's probably going to be upset with you too because it takes two to tango, but it, I guess it's just, it's your moral compass. Like how heavy is it laying on your chest? I think I would as well. I think I would also tell him, I'd be like, look, you could deny all you want, but this is, you know, I think about this and this weighs heavily on me. Right. Uh, like what's going to happen between us aside. I like value this friendship with your girlfriend. I think I'm going to tell her what went down. Yeah, um, you're right. Tell him before you tell her. Yeah. Just so he's at least in the loop. Cause then yeah, because you don't want him to like be even out, more outed too. Yeah, outed, even more blindsided. I don't know. I, I think it's it's worth including everyone in the conversation, not together, but like letting him know. Yeah, if you're going to be honest and transparent, then everything needs to be transparent. Every, yeah. Like you said, everybody in the situation needs to at least be in the know, but don't, don't do it all at once. No. Not all one conversation. Hey guys, let's speak. We're in, this, we're in this room real group quick. Chat. You add him in a group chat in a text. A three-way call. <laughs> like not even FaceTime. You start a, you start a group chat and you're like, hey, never mind. You should have CC'd, you should have CC'd <laughs> them on the email. <laughs> Oh no, send them the podcast. Right. <laughs> right. Send them this episode and be like, hey, listen, hear anything familiar? These these girls are great. Go send this podcast. Could you imagine? <laughs> Drama. Okay. Um I, yeah, if you guys liked this, please let us know because this is um This, this is definitely like, one of my favorite episodes that we do. Me too. Because it's like a fun way to give advice and then laugh and connect with you connect guys. with you guys you guys obviously love getting things off your chest and like as this is yeah as you should like we love being a safe space for you guys to you know this to be your outlet so right. we want to continue this if you guys like it we'll def we got enough to totally do a part two yeah and then that gives you obviously like another week to send something in if you didn't get a chance to for this episode but we loved this also um if you don't know we have a patreon where every friday we do an episode that has to do with monday episode so what should we do for friday's episode i'm down for more confessions yeah to be honest i mean they're like we keep saying there were so many we didn't get to so if we didn't get to yours and you are a patron um send them through the messages on the patreon website or app whatever you use and we can do a whole other round of those too or as always these anything episodes can want. be general advice for anything you're going through doesn't have to be a confession also we said this last time and i think we came up with something but we'll try and come up with we'll try and think of a confession to come oh, up I with. oh i know i know i just we tell you all yeah we really to be do honest but like, we'll i mean there's something in the trenches that we can dig yeah. up let me and, ask my therapist right we can we can come up with a um, confession to share with you guys on patreon's episode um also we have a it's called the hella tier it's our top tier where we do zoom calls every week with you guys and we just like sit and chit chat we've literally become like such a close group of people like we just like literally like you're hey. my friends like it feels like we're on facetime yeah we just pretty we, much have a full facetime right session. so we do zoom call and we're gonna do the zoom call for the hella tier if you're listening on monday tonight monday the what is the date 15th the 15th and so yeah 7 30 we'll, p.m eastern standard time we'll send that link out on patreon if you guys are listening on Apple Music or Spotify, rate us five stars and give us a cute review. Not like Kristen's Yelp review. Um, that was a cute review. Yeah, it, it was honest. It was cute and honest, but don't give us three yeah, stars. Yeah, don't be rude. Don't be rude. <laughs> don't be rude. If you guys are watching on YouTube, subscribe and turn on your notifications and leave comments because we love reading the comments. And that's yeah, all I have to say about that's that. all we have to say about that. I love you guys. Have an incredible week and we'll talk to you on Friday. 
or Monday, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Or whenever, if you listen, if like we drop on Mondays, but you just listen on Wednesdays, do that too. We're we're excluding that community. Right. People who listen We got some midweekers. We have midweekers. Crazy people. Uh, Emil's a midweeker. Yeah, for sure. Emil, you're a midweeker. (laughs) Emil's on our our helleteer. He's a who. Yeah, he's a fucking who. He's a (laughs) midweeker. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Okay, guys, we love you. Have Have a good good week. week. Bye. Bye.